0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Allie Knows Best. Wow, so much has happened since my last episode. I'm currently recording from the road. Yesterday, I picked up my trusty co-pilot, Yana Mignogna. That's my nickname for her. She's currently driving while I'm recording. Don't worry. I tried to make her uh, join me on this episode, but... (laughs) It's probably not a great idea for her to hold a mic whilst uh, operating heavy machinery. So you're just going to get me today with lots of updates. We are currently in um, Muskogee County, Oklahoma. I'm looking at, let's see, just lots of greenery. We just passed over a huge lake. Don't know the name. Might have to refer to that later on. It was really beautiful. We got here, we got to Oklahoma City really late last night. Um, thank goodness BJ's takeout was open so we could grab some salads. Um, really the only non-fried food option <laughs> that was close by. And seeing as Yana and I are both like wellness experts, we try to stay, you know, on our health game and feeling good while in the car because... Let me tell you, fried food and long card rides do not mix. So yeah, looking at some beautiful like greenery, it has not been like that most of the drive. Um, so yeah, quick recap, because last week we drove out to Scottsdale, and that was a different crew. That was Jess, Lindsay, Lexi, if you're listening, shout out to you guys. Thank you for assisting on that drive. Um, yeah but we left late from SoCal area Ventura Oxnard where we live and we got to uh, Chandler Arizona at like 1 or 2 a.m. I don't recall but so yeah didn't get to see much landscape on the way out east there Um, but the following day oh my gosh there was so much going on we wanted to check into our airbnb in scottsdale but it wasn't ready yet even though the dude said it was going to be ready in the morning so we had to kill some time that morning and the girls really love top golf which i'd never been to i've done driving ranges like all that uh, fun sporty sporty stuff so we went there and hung out for a bit, and it was a really cool experience. It's kind of like bowling, but instead you're just driving golf balls into a green abyss. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, I hadn't been in Arizona for a while, and I forgot like how many different parts of it there are. So we were in like kind of a nice... Uh, during that time, just a nice, like, urbanish or not urban, I don't know, like, developed area. I don't know all the terms. But anyway, so we finally checked into our Airbnb. We started decorating for the batch. Um, and we did a really cute job, like, balloons. The theme was tropic, like, it's hot. She's tying the knot. So we really adhered to Jessica's theme. If she's listening, hi, I hope you loved it. Yeah, and then, so that night, we went to do more sports. The theme of this trip has been, like, just random sports, or at least that, the bachelorette party was um we did axe throwing which was actually like super fun and challenging I thought it was going to be like throwing darts it's not it's like a whole ass lumberjack moment which I did (laughs) I did wear a flannel over this tiny like bra top because I wanted to really like embody the character of lady lumberjack And it ripped, you guys, it ripped in the shoulders. And I didn't notice until I was doing, you know, hashtag content. And I was like, what? Is there a giant hole in my shoulder of my flannel? Like, this is not part of, you know, this character. So anyway... Unfortunately, it went in the trash. But, you know, I was obviously doing really well. I, I, it was so hard to get the axe to actually stick into the wood. But, yeah, so I did that. Um, and then uh, we kind of hung out. And a couple of us actually took bird scooters home. <laughs> Because we didn't want to wait around for the Uber. And that was so fun. I hadn't done one of those in a while. Like, it's definitely advised to wear a helmet. Did not. I was just like Adventure Alley, full on, you know, daredevil mode. I don't need to do that. I, I was like looking down at my phone at a map while we're navigating through the harsh streets of Scottsdale. LOL, it's not. It's like super, you know, suburban. But yeah, so we did that the next couple days. It was just kind of a whirlwind, very fun. Then, oh, the next day we did more sports actually in Scottsdale. So we rode one of those party bikes where we rented the entire bike. And it's like a bar kind of, but it was BYOB. So that also meant bring your own water in a 100 degree heat because we don't need anyone passing out while they're drinking White Claws and eating goldfish. It's just not <laughs> not a very great mix for girls who have been drinking and in the hot sun. But it was really fun to see the city that way, see Old Town Scottsdale. It's very charming, very um, Southwest vibes, if you will. I guess I'll just keep saying that <laughs> during these episodes. But Yeah. So we kind of closed that out. And then on Monday, I, you know, when you're going, 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 and then you kind of crash, that's what happened to me. But I woke up at the crack of dawn for me, which is 6am. I I saw the sunrise, which was pretty weird because I haven't done that in a while. And as I'm packing my car, I look across the street and there's like a golf dad, not a zaddy, just a dad packing up his clubs for a trip which is very on brand for Scottsdale if you've been there it's a big like golfing city town I don't know I think most of Arizona is which is weird because it's the desert so I don't get how that works with the grass and the drought and the lack of humidity let me tell you my spray tan did not do well like I'm looking down and I am kind of discolored here there's like some snake peeling skin you don't need to hear all that but yeah a little too dry for my taste but I still could see myself maybe ending up there like once I'm a retiree and like a bougie community there so yeah anyway the next day was the first official day of Allie on the Road and it was just me driving through the desert y'all and when I say there is basically nothing from Arizona to New Mexico? I am not lying. If you've ever driven the 40 East, I mean, there's like nearly, is that a word? Nary? I don't know. What do you think, Yona? What are you trying to say? <laughs> Never mind. Okay, so there's hardly a place to stop. And, you know, you're driving on your own for about seven hours. Like, you might need to pee. You probably will, especially someone who hydrates like I do. And after being in that kind of uh, <laughs> lack of humid- humidity, uh, I needed to drink a lot of plastic water bottles. So don't at me. There's not a lot of filtered water s- situation. So I couldn't refill my Camelback, guys. I'm having to use the plastic water bottles. Anyway. So, yeah, I get on the road. It's super beautiful. It's early in the morning, going through the desert. And then I stumble. It's I guess it's Seguro National Park. And I stumble across seeing all of these cacti. And honestly, it was, like, really humbling and... I want to say awe inspiring to see these cacti that are you know 150 maybe even 200 years old and seeing so much land that's been untouched by humans i just got super emo and in my feelings i think also coming off that high of being with so many people go going constantly for the last few days and just getting that time in nature and getting to just blast dolly parton and feel it and appreciate the cacti and the land. (laughs) Very meditative, very cool. So then I obviously didn't stop through that. There was nowhere to stop anyway. So then started the climb up through the Arizona mountains, which I don't know, I guess I didn't learn enough about geography in school or something, or I'm just in my weird California bubble. I didn't know that there were such like beautiful mountains and forests in Arizona, but started the climb up to, I think it's called the White Mountains, um, which kind of gave me like Tahoe vibes a little bit, like Mammoth, if you're familiar Uh, Those are just the places I could, you know, identify with there. So I'm driving through and I'm like, "Mm -hmm, maybe I should stop, you know, kind of need to pee. But like, no, I'll get down the mountain. I'm looking down, still listening to Dolly. We've we kind of move more into some other classic country ladies of country. Definitely have a playlist. I'll link in the show notes that if you if you want to (laughs) join along, it's been getting me through this drive. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to stop. Should have stopped, y'all. Should have stopped. Because then we start the climb down the mountain. And I quickly realized, like, oh, this is the desert. There is no place to stop. And also, if there is a place to stop, let me tell you, it's not a place where I want to stop by myself. Because all of these little towns, like, when i say little <laughs> they're tiny they have literally a church next to a cabaret or like a peekaboo show like that's what it's advertised as a gun shop and maybe like a thrift shop or a, a place to buy a rv so really what else do you need besides guns gas and boobs and god i guess <laughs> anyway so yeah should have stopped Start the descent down the mountain. I'm in the desert and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm listening to a podcast with Sophia Amoruso and she's talking about being really candid about failing with Nasty Gal and then selling Girl Boss. and you know, I'm getting all these like (laughs) entrepreneurial like inspo here, but I still need to pee and I'm like, okay, there's no shoulder on the road. I have a few options. There's no one for miles. So I could quickly pull over, just pop a squat in the dirt, call it a day. Don't have any toilet paper in the car, so this is like a drip dry situation. This is some real country shit. But finally, I spot a larger, I don't wanna say tree, it was more like a shrub. Off a little turn off, it was like a weird service road, and I'm like, there it is. That's it. That's my restroom. Quickly, quickly pull off, walk behind that shrub. There, other people have done the same damn thing because there's broken beer bottles, there's like a diaper. Which, I mean, come on, guys, this is a national park. Can we show some respect? But you know, humans will be pigs. So, <laughs> quickly take care of business get back on the road driving listening to a couple more podcasts because i'm kind of dollied out at this point which i didn't know you could be but uh, you know i got there and i start to realize i'm in native american territory which again my geography we're learning i feel like you don't actually know what things are like till you're on the road which is such a great way to see and learn about places and learn about people, which I'm really grateful like to this trip because I'm gaining so much perspective of what America's about besides just like my west coast, best coast. Anyway, um <laughs> so I stumble upon, you guys, I had a whole moment when I realized where I was because it starts to get to be like red dirt, red rocks, like more southwesty um, if you you get it, you get it. Um, and yeah, I'm looking around. All of a sudden, these huge signs start start popping up that we're in, I think Navajo Nation. And there's just these massive gift shops, and they're advertising like to get your moccasins, get your jewelry, get your rocks, and all this like cool. You know, I eat that shit up. So I was like. Whoa, we are definitely stopping. I'm allowing myself one to two stops on the seven hour drive or six hour drive I can't remember. And this has to be a stop. So I'll have to I'll have to put the name of the store in the show notes, but I pop in and immediately am just overwhelmed with how many things I need. <laughs> First of all, more turquoise jewelry and weird stone jewelry than you could ever hope for in here like it was a crystal rock lover's dream i don't even know how to describe it so i'm looking in the case i'm talking to the woman she's like let me know if there's anything you want to try on and this is a white lady so i know she's like oh hey you got that new Southwest credit card. You want to start getting those miles, so you should buy that <laughs> buy that necklace. And then this cute little Navajo lady comes out of no, nowhere, and she's like, you should try on this little butterfly bracelet. Tries it on, falls in love. It's like $450. I do not need this bracelet, you guys. It was very hard to pass so to pass on, but I moved into the, the more affordable gift range, got myself uh, a little turquoise ring, cause you know, for mems and style, because we're trying to acclimate to the Southwest lifestyle and look like I belong here. Um, <laughs> and then I bought a purse that they told me was handmade. I hope they were telling me the truth. And I bought some dream catchers and some other gifty gifts for people I love. Um, That I think they'll really like So yeah, I look around There's like some cool like dinosaur artifacts too And some more Native American artifacts And stuff like that But I'm like, you know I kind of want to get on the road Because I have this cute I'm trying to make it to Albuquerque I have this cute AF Airbnb I already mentioned in my last episode Like I don't want to get there at night I kind of want to see the city a little bit So hop back in the car. Then I realized there's like a million of these gift shops you can stop at. Uh, Maybe a dozen, maybe a half dozen, I don't know. It's, well, when you're on the road again, it's like, don't really know, not really paying attention. I just see like a lot of signs for like Hopi, jewelry, Navajo, um, a lot of different Native American nations. And then you start to see the casinos. And I kind of have this weird realization where it's like, oh, weird. You know, people are just coming here to kind of buy these, quote-unquote, like, exotic goods that these people produce and then go to casinos. And that's basically the options that I think people on these reservations have to do for work. And it was really disheartening to see, you know, me coming in and, like reveling in all of these cool like artifacts that they're selling and then seeing the level of poverty where a lot of these people live and that's just right off the 40 and it's just it's really sad to see how our country is still treating these people who are native and like, you know, the ones who know the most about this land, how we should be treating Mother Earth, and all of these things. So I really thought about that a lot, and I realized I need to do more work to better understand and research how we're treating Native Americans and also these nations, you know, where we're just coming in and like, oh, wow, this is cool, this is cool, where maybe we could learn a lot more from them. So anyway... I make it to Albuquerque, get to my Airbnb the the instructions to get into said Airbnb were a little challenging. I feel like there's always some like, okay, gate code. Here you go. And then also you have to scramble the numbers or you'll be charged a fine. And then also like turn on the hot water heater, this, 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 which thankfully that wasn't the case here. But yeah, very cute little spot, very central. Um, I can also link that place because I really liked Zachary, who was my host. I didn't meet him, obviously, but he actually let me extend my stay the following day so I could um, take a conference call from the Airbnb. But yeah, so... That night, I just, like, hit a wall. I think it was, like, after the bachelorette party and being go, 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 and then driving all day and also the dry air, because I'm really sensitive to that, um, I needed to rest. So, took a nice little shower, hung out in the house, and then all of a sudden I was like, hmm, it seems as though I'm hungry. I must go forage for food, <laughs> which... One thing, like if you've ever traveled by yourself, you're like, oh, wow, I actually need to take care of myself here. And it's a little more challenging than when you're just at home trying to do that. A different level of adulting. So luckily I have... um, some people that had recommended places to check out in Albuquerque I always before I go anywhere I ask locals you know where do I need to eat where do I need to stay Um, I never want to be in touristy places sometimes I am and you know sometimes those are the fun places but I wanted to get more of an authentic like I think it's the abbreviation is ABQ or is it ABX I don't know vibes So I went to this really cool, what was it called? I think it was called Sawmill Market, which was one of those big open markets where you can go and like choose any restaurant that you want to eat at. So it was quite unfinished though. There weren't that many options and like I didn't want tacos. So, but I did end up having some really yummy pasta. It was pretty autentico, italiano. But, um, yeah. And a nice bartender gave me a free glass of rosé, which I was way too tired for rosé. That was in retrospect, not my best decision. I was like, "Am I gonna fall asleep at the <laughs> in this place?" But it was fun to sit there, treat myself to a nice, nice little dinner, and be in uh, a community. Like everyone is distanced, everyone is like, you know, doing their own thing. I think coming from California, I, f- I didn't realize that like, yeah, these other states are doing COVID too. I will say like. Arizona, not so much. New Mexico, yes. Um, Arizona in Scottsdale, probably the most, uh, I don't know if I want to say like just unbelievable. It was like shocking to see people just out and partying. It was kind of like I imagine what Vegas might be like right now, except Vegas probably has stricter restrictions because it's like, you know, under uh, more of a uh, scrutiny. But yeah, Arizona, I was kind of like, okay, hey guys, there's a reason your COVID numbers have not been great. But everywhere else I've been, except for today in Muskogee, Oklahoma, where apparently <laughs> it's the only place I think I've entered. We just stopped at a gas station where there was no sign to wear a mask or no uh, readily available hand sanity which was a little concerning, but I did actually just look up the numbers and it's, I don't know obviously what the um, statistics of how many people live here. Like we've passed like uh, a handful of homes. So I'm thinking population very low, but Muskogee County, let's see cases 9,254. And there's only been Well, only 163 deaths. And I'm looking at these other counties in Oklahoma. The only one that's high is Oklahoma City, which is obviously a more densely populated area. But looking, this is a a New York Times statistic, like their spike was around December 20th. And since then, how many months has it been? Four months later, things have gotten a lot better. So it's making me optimistic just... Again, traveling and seeing these places and seeing more things opening up and uh, hearing about concerts and festivals and things that might feel a little bit normal. I still don't love that word, but just feel more like, hey, we get to do things again and enjoy life, which I'm doing right now from the road. (laughs) So back to New Mexico, I'll wrap it up. So I wanted to I only had I had less than 24 hours in Albuquerque, okay? So the next morning I luckily Zachary shout out if you're listening. That would be weird if you were, but um <laughs> had a nice little coffee maker, coffee, uh, you know, coffee maker. And coffee, no coffee filters, so we had to do it kind of ghetto fab with some paper towels. It worked out. But then I realized, like, after my morning meditation and yoga and journaling that I was pretty hungry. So I found this place called Java Joe's, and I walked down the street. It's so weird how Google Maps always says something's like a 10-minute walk, and it takes me like three minutes. I'm like, how slow does Google Maps think we walk here? Cause I have like a, pre- I have long legs and a pretty quick gait. So <laughs> anyway, I'm like just poking around the neighborhood, loving the street art. It's so cool in Albuquerque, like everywhere there's some kind of, well, not everywhere. I mean, even on the freeways, it was like really bitching street art no graffiti on top of the street art, which was cool because that would never happen in Los Angeles. Um, Yeah, a lot of things like attributing the really unique and rich culture there. I think it was so cool because it's like, Mexican heritage, it's the Native American, it's the Southwest, it's like just a perfect culmination of all of these things that I've never really experienced. I've driven through New Mexico but never, you know, gotten the chance to hung out hang out there. So I go to Java Joe's and of course I get in trouble for sitting at a table that's not properly distanced. And I was like, okay, bro, I'm not from here, whatever. I order my chai latte with oat milk or almond milk. I can't remember one of the nut milks. Um, (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, this breakfast burrito looks super yummy. Let's get it. So the lady starts asking me how I want it. And I'm like, I don't know, just like a breakfast burrito. Is it really like that different than what I'm used to? The answer is yes. She asked me what kind of chilies I want on it, whatever. So I wrap wrap everything up. Don't even look at it. Walk, race back, actually, to the Airbnb because my conference call is about to be in like nine minutes. I always love to live on the edge, y'all. So I'm racing back still snapping photos of street art because got to get the content and also past like some really cool, um, like community spaces that had a lot about activism posted in the windows, a lot about like the pipelines and water and like sacred native spaces that I would love to dive more into all of that. Yeah. So get back quickly open my burrito. And I'm like, what the heck is this? And it's this huge wet burrito in red chili sauce. And I was like, what? This is what I ordered? I thought I just got a breakfast burrito, you know? Like, us Californians, I mean, it's pretty standard. It's just a tortilla with, like, some eggs and then if you do meat and veggies. No, this was not that. So I start, I start in on this burrito because, you know, got to get some sustenance before the conference call that I'm about to lead in just a few minutes. And (laughs) I start eating it. Holy cow, it's spicy. And I can do pretty spicy, not consistently because my tummy does not love it, but my taste buds do. And I'm eating it and I'm like, whoa, these new Mexicans really take this chili stuff to the next level. So next time I'm back there in a couple weeks, I'll be in Santa Fe with Sarah Jane. Shout out to you. Can't wait for that. Not going to order that again. But I end up I start in on it, then the cleaning lady comes in and she's like, hey, you know, check out, was it 11 and it's noon? And I was like, yeah, he said I could stay for an extra hour to do my conference call. At this point, my conference call is in about a minute. So I'm trying to eat the burrito, talk to the lady so she doesn't kick me out of the house so I can have a proper Zoom background, okay? And... <laughs> She's like, okay, let me go call Zachary. And I'm like, yeah, call my boy Zach. He's going to be chill. I'm like, oh, wait, the wet, the fat, wet burrito cannot be in the Zoom call. So pack up the burrito. Forget about it. Said very nice lady just leaves me alone for the duration of my call. And I get in the car and, again, forget about the burrito. So... Meanwhile, Yana's about to fly into the airport. I forget that most airports in the country are not like LAX. Like, you can literally just drive into the airport. It's not hectic. It's not, like, anxiety-inducing. I also have PTSD because one time I got in a pretty bad car accident on my way to LAX to pick up an X. So yeah, whenever I go there or drive there, I'm just like, ugh, bad vibes all around. Albuquerque Airport, good vibes all around. Like, there was a nice TSA guy who came up, and he was like, Ma'am, so sorry you can't park here, you have to keep circling. And I was like, alright, whatever, I'll obey the rules. So then I go to the gas station and I could not believe how cheap gas was. It was like a buck 25 less than um, gas in SoCal. And I told the lady who was working and she's like, Well, what do you mean it's cheap? And I was like, Well, I'm from California. Everything's a ripoff there. Um, <laughs> and then the next thing she did was because I noticed they didn't have Ouija's and I needed, I think that's what they're called, right? Yana? Ouija's? No, squeegees. It no, not like a Ouija board. Yet. Not a Ouija board. It was not a Ouija. Wee- Squeegee. Squeegee. Okay. So we are doing the squeegees, and there's none in those little communal things, you know, that you pull up at the gas station to get, which I was really hoping that New Mexico was one of those states. I'm, I cannot wait to go to one of those states where they pump the gas for you, because I hate doing it. And I think... New Oh, it's only in New Jersey. I think it's in Oregon, too, if I remember right. But, um, yeah, I just, like, it's... I'm already paying for gas. Just please do it for me and Ouija, Ouija board my windshield. Um, <laughs> so, oh, man, we're hitting some gnarly traffic in Muskogee, guys. Anyway, um, don't love it. But, yeah, she's like, oh, we don't put the... Th- water in those things because people put needles on them. And I'm like, guys, what? That is so bizarre. So she hands me like a stack of these huge coffee filters and a little spray bottle of like some knockoff Windex. And she's like, here you go. But bring the spray back. Like, okay, lady, I'm not going to steal your fake Windex. Thank you. So <laughs> I, I'm like, cleaning the windshield yana's like hey i'm at the airport come pick me up and i'm like oh my gosh okay so finish there give her back the faux windex get yana we stop at our essentials chipotle and starbucks because you know need that that road trip fuel and we get on the road and quickly realize it's going to be a long drive a very long drive Between, and it feels longer. I think it was only like what, seven hours? Seven hours. But the land, the landscape between Albuquerque and Oklahoma City is very, um, you know, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but unmemorable. It's just flat. And then you get into Texas and it's more flat. And then this weird thing happens too where the sun doesn't set till like 8.30 p.m. So you're like in this weird twilight zone like, What time is it? I don't know. And um, yeah, you're just in this kind of weird limbo. And then we see some really dark clouds ahead. And, you know, I'm not from the Midwest. I don't get how weather works being from SoCal, but I have experienced weather, y'all. Oh, yeah, I just say y'all all all the time now, comes to Oklahoma once. And I'm like, hey, Yana, I think we're about to drive into, like, a huge storm. And she's like, eh, nah, I'm looking at the radar, it's fine. I'm like, I think that's, like, a thunderstorm. I don't know, I've watched some movies, like The Wizard of Oz, I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, <laughs> so of course we switch and I'm driving. And yeah, we drive into a big thunderstorm in the middle of Texas that, and it's guys, it's the panhandle where there are no towns, even less towns. Well, I would say it's pretty comparable on the town amount between Arizona and New Mexico to this like stretch of land. Just the landscape's different and it's like, dumping rain in some spots and of course in this time when it just starts raining my windshield's like impossible to see through because I use the faux Windex and coffee filters to clean the windshield and my poor little Camry cannot <laughs> handle this crazy rain that quickly turns into hail which I'm Meanwhile, I'm not telling anyone back home that we're experiencing this because they would be very concerned. But Yana's just in the passenger seat, like, it's fine. This is, it'll clear up. Three hours later, we it are three hours. okay. It wasn't three hours, it was like maybe two hours. But she was a great co pilot. Like, we were chatting, she found. Oh, yeah. I booked our hotel. And then later on, she found an eatery because it was like 930 p.m. And we realized we still had over an hour till Oklahoma City. So she found us, you know, the eatery options around the hotel, which was literally like crack a barrel, cracker barrel. Sorry. Um, Waffle House, a couple other chains that you all know and love. And we were like, eh, no, we're not eating that. So thank goodness, BJ's pulled through our shiny beacon of hope with those salads, and she called and she was like, "Oh my gosh, it closes at eleven. We're arriving at ten forty-five. Will we make it?" And we did. And we did. She called, put the order in, we got it, we made it, and yeah. So basically, we we had a really nice stay at the Radisson. You guys, I don't know where the Radisson off the 40 highly recommend might link it in show notes. (laughs) Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yana was very disgruntled because (laughs) we opened the fridge. Cause you know, you know, when you get to a hotel room and you just got to check out every nook and cranny and yeah, just in case, just kind of vibing it out. Like seeing the situation. Yana opens the fridge and there's just like a random stack of American like sliced American I would say like craft cheese in there and we're like hmm no one cleaned this that's a little strange Radisson but yeah other than that great great it had like one of those cool selfie light mirrors which I wish I looked better because I would have done a whole solo photo shoot in there but yeah, then we went to uh this morning. We kind of had a late start cuz she and I did a little bit of work from the Radisson Hotel room. And then we headed to um downtown Oklahoma City, like uh, Brick City, I think it's called. Bricktown. Bricktown, Brick that sounds better. Had some really bitchin' breakfast. And then now we've been on the road and Yeah, Oklahoma, man. I know I said in my last episode that I was gonna work on having a great time here. And so far, it's, you know, here for a good time, not a long time. And so far, we've passed some cool bodies of water, like I mentioned, like a lot of cricks. That's how my grandma would say some cricks. That's about all I've got for now. Oh, I did talk about the lack of ganja in my last episode, which, guys, I'm gonna be fine. That was a little too serious. I think last week I was just not, you know, in the best headspace. Needed my vices. This week I'm feeling good. I mean, I would say my only vice is like a ice oak oat milk latte. Oat milk latte. Wow, is that a oat tongue? Milk. Oak milk. Oak milk. Okay. That's a new thing. No, oat milk latte, which we're loving for this drive. But yeah, I'm seeing I just, I just did a bit of research. And CBD is legal in Oklahoma. But um, and Oh, okay. And Tennessee, too. But I didn't... I saw, like, a billboard, because that's where I'm getting my information from, is the World Wide Web and billboards, which, (laughs) if you've ever driven this way, like, very interesting billboards. Um, It said you could get, like, a medicinal card, So, but I really don't need to do that for this trip. And, yeah, no cow bays with 401ks yet, but we also have, like, not... Uh, stopped anywhere long enough to like fraternize with the locals. The only place I did that was in um, Albuquerque, which back to that for a second, because I would really like to explore that place a bit more, which I did mention we will explore Santa Fe, which I've heard is even cooler. Albuquerque was funky. So I would say kind of like the funkiness of Portland but more colorful, more vibrant, less like hip and trying to meet like a hip standard. So, yeah, that's basically my review. We didn't see much of Oklahoma City other than Bricktown, which is like a, a much cleaner version of downtown L.A. I don't know how they're cleaning it. Maybe it's because they have toll roads, so they have a better tax system. Again, this is something I could look into. But, yeah, just learning a lot, gaining a lot of perspective. I will tell you it's so nice to be out of California. I think that... A lot of us Californians, as a, a Californian who's born and bred there, especially SoCal, I think we have this kind of chip on our shoulder that we're like, you know, better than everyone in some ways, like we're more progressive or more like, uh, I don't know, educated or in tune with things. Guys, I hate to break it to you. It's not the case. Like America has a lot to offer, a lot of wide open spaces and cool people. And I haven't even made it to Tennessee. So next time we're on, I'll actually bring Yana on, make her hold a mic. Maybe not while she's driving, but yeah, stay tuned for more. And thanks for listening to Allie Knows Best. See you next time.